Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Pinocchio. Directed by Robert Zemeckis, Pinocchio is the musical fantasy comedy film produced by Walt Disney Pictures. The movie is out now on Disney+, Plus. but if you haven't seen Pinocchio yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our review. We will be talking spoilers. This is a live-action remake of Walt Disney's 1940 animated film of the same name, which is in itself based on the 1883 Italian book The Adventures of Pinocchio by Carlo Collodi. Jason, you have the plot. We know this. We know this story from the book from the from the 40s movie. We've seen it. Uh, Pinocchio is the tale of a wooden puppet who embarks on a thrilling adventure to become a real boy. Geppetto, uh, played by Tom Hanks, is a woodcarver who builds and treats Pinocchio, who's voiced by Benjamin Evan Ainsworth, uh, as if he is or were his real son. Visited one night by the Blue Fairy, played by Cynthia Erivo, Pinocchio comes to life with Jiminy Cricket, voiced by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, serving as Pinocchio's guide as well as his conscience. Pinocchio must lead a virtuous life in order to become a real boy. I also thought you wasn't going to give us the plot then. I thought you were just going to refer back to that 1940 movie, and that's it. You've seen that movie, you know the plot to this one. But you gave us the actual plot, so I do I mean, appreciate that. I could have. I could have just done that. Um, look, we've we've seen these live action remakes by Disney. Sometimes we get something a little bit different, uh, like a like a Mulan, for instance. Or sometimes we get, you know, a shot by shot kind of, um, you know, new version like The Lion King, for instance. This is pretty close to that for the most part. For the most part, this is yeah. If you've seen that 1940s animated film, this is. This is that movie, just in live action. You know, it is, <laughs> yes. It is a while since I have seen that 1940 movie. And I did think when I finished watching this one, I want to go back and watch it, but I wanted to get this review out of the way first because it has been a while, but from memory, it's quite a short film, isn't it? I think it just pushes past the hour mark. It's quite short. Mm. The cartoon. Yeah, it's always... And that's the interesting thing, like, you know, like what we are getting is pretty much the same movie sort of in terms of story, the beats, you know, as the plot's unfolding. But like that, what it's sort of being adapted from is 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 quite small and condensed. It's it, it. Yeah. As I was watching this, I was like, how is this dragging out as much as it is? Not that it felt like it was dragging out, but well, like, how are we feeling this almost two hour? Well, look, I was going to chime in there. I was going to chime in. But I mean, why like, does it drag at from, times? What did you say? Like, it's like a 70 minute animated film or something like that? About so that, yeah, yeah. Almost two, two hour live action feature. It's like, did they add anything? Like, I, it, I don't know. It's weird. It didn't feel like they did. But I mean, doing press just took longer. <laughs> During prep for this, there is changes that they made, like characters that would later reappear don't appear and different characters were used at times. But again, I need to go back and and have a rewatch of that original. Before we go any further, I want to set the scene, right? Because the the scene of my household 
getting ready to watch this movie. My wife, no interest. She chose not to watch it. My eldest, my 10-year-old, no interest. Chose not to watch it. My five-year-old showed interest, wanted to watch it. So the two of us sat down to watch together. She probably lasted maybe half the movie, a little bit less. And she's somebody that will always finish what she starts. And she lost interest. And all she asked of me at this point... She gets that completion. She does. But at this point, I'm now by myself (laughs) watching this Disney movie. I'm like, okay. And she's like, (laughs) Dad, just come and get me when his nose grows. And I did. She came back. Scene was over. She left again. And again, this is just one household. But (laughs) the interest just wasn't there. And just people who I know, I've had no interest for this film, who had watched it and found it awful. So I kind of knew that going in. But you're right. It is a faithful adaption, but for some reason, just something about this, just my family just wasn't interested outside of my youngest for a little bit at all. And it's interesting to note that when Disney Plus first launched, we got the live-action Lady and the Tramp movie. This is the second one that's been a Disney Plus original. The other ones have still been on the big screen. Aladdin and Lion Mm. King, Mulan, all those. Now available on Disney Plus, of course. But yeah, I was curious because I did like that Lady in the Trap movie, but it did play very close to the original and it was fine for what it was. But it did look a little bit like a TV movie, but still looked good. This movie looks bloody expensive. Robert Zemeckis directing, like, you know, you've got Tom Hanks as Geppetto. This looks like, for the most part, there's some dodgy effects, if I'm honest, but for the most part, it looks like it could just play on the big screen. But they chose to put it on Disney+. Plus. I wonder what the decision-making behind that was, whether it was their faith in it or they wanted to give something to Disney Plus subscribers, like real good value. Yeah. I I mean, having watched the film, and look, I, I guess I'll say, I'll say it now, like, you know, this movie isn't awful. There's actually nothing really, I mean, it's not a perfect movie in, in any sort of way, but like, it, there's, there's nothing inherently that bad about it. It's just kind of, it just doesn't really give anything. There's nothing much to love. Now, in terms of the decision to to put this on, on their streaming service, you know, I don't think they looked at it and went, oh, look, the quality's not there. Let's just chuck it on streaming and hope it just brings in some subscribers, give something to the fans, that's it. I think it might have been more of a... We don't think this has the legs. So like you said, the faith. I don't think they had faith in this once they had seen the finished product, to put this in theatres, I think they knew, oh, look, word of mouth isn't going to be strong. It won't last long. Let's but do, just you know, do you know what? I, use I, I, yeah, but I don't think there was any talk of this being theatrical. I'm pretty sure from the get-go, it was always intended to be a Disney Plus film, just like they did with Lady and the Like Trump. they made it for Okay, no, that's... But look, at any point, they could have defended 
around and said, hey, look, this is this is too good. Let's get it on the big screen. And but that that never that didn't happen. They they I guess kept to the original plan, which was to, to put it on the streaming. But I mean the, the comparisons there, Lady in the Tramp, there was nothing really that special about that movie. It's fine. And I would say that about this movie as well. Yeah, me too. That, that, yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go fine. It's too early with the review, but this is fine. This movie's fine. It's fine. I mean, Again, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not amazing. I have no urge to watch it again. <laughs> like, no, I'll, now, yeah. And I felt like I had seen it. I I felt like I had already seen it. That's, <laughs> um, it. And that's, that's okay. Fair. But let's um let's yeah. go on to some positives because I mean Tom Hanks is in this movie, like one of the greatest living actors. Like, I love the guy. I really enjoy his films. And the opening of this film, do you know, I think the opening of this film is the best thing about the whole film. And it's before Pinocchio is even alive. It's and, and just, you know, the, yeah. The opening is probably the closest to that original animated film. Uh, like, out of all the scenes in, in, in this movie, like, it, 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 it felt pretty much I was like, yep, this is. You know, by the time Pinocchio is alive, I'm like, this is pretty much bang on. Like they they have not they have not differed. But before he's alive, though, it's like a mini movie within itself, and it is just a fantastic performance by Tom Hanks, just being this dottering old man. And yeah, I I enjoyed all of that. I, honestly, it's been so long since I've seen the cartoon. I don't remember Pinocchio. I mean, yes, it is a sad story. You know, a wooden boy who wants to be a real boy. But whether I just completely missed it as a kid, they really zero in on it here. Like, Geppetto's son died. And I'm like, oh, I don't remember that from from the cartoon. But you're saying if this is really, you know, close adaption of of that original cartoon, it obviously happened there as well. But maybe if it's, you know, being live action, it just, it hits a lot harder. And it's like, wow, this is a sad old man like he's lost his wife his son like, i don't even remember honestly i i think other than the the boy turning into the donkey and some other uh, traumatizing scenes from that original i don't think i remember too much about it like i don't even remember like the the name pinocchio having an origin like he's made out of pine wood i didn't even know that was a thing is that from the cartoon as well that i don't i, I couldn't tell you I, I think we both need to go back, but yes, Tom Hanks yeah. is great. In fact, do you know what? I was going to give this as the trivia at the end, but I'm going to do it now whilst we're talking about Geppetto. How distracting was it when you got to see his cuckoo clocks? You, you've got the collection, and it's like a bloody ad for Disney. I liked it. <laughs> it no, but it's like at one point... It was Woody. just like it's it Woody like... from Toy Story. Also, yeah, Tom like, Hanks. Is that Woody? <laughs> and a bit, mate, it took me oh. out of it because I'm not thinking. Hang on, is this the 1800s? And this is Italy. Like, what? How? How is this happening? How is? I mean, what was Toy Story '94? <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to. And then now, I mean, first you saw Lion King, and there's Dumbo, there's Roger Rabbit. You see Maleficent, which my youngest was excited to see because she's a fan of the Descendants films, there's Snow White, there's, yeah, I don't know, I mean, I, it was fun. It is. It, well, it, as, as I'm watching, it is I'm weird like... knowing, 
Yeah, but it was just I'm watching this Disney Plus original film, and then you know you've got Tom Hanks skipping about the place, and all the while Disney Plus like saying, "Look at our movies, we've got Toy Story, <laughs> two Tom Hanks," and yeah, it just seemed very distracting. It's not like they were doing a Space Jam: A New Legacy kind of thing here. It's not like <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't feel like they were advertising their product it took me it took me out of it if honestly if i was Ah. really if i was really invested in the story of pinocchio i mean i know it's just like fun easter eggs but i don't know if i was really precious about this story i wouldn't have wanted that stuff in there i mean i I get it it's fun but it did (laughs) it took me out of it and and again it's like it's the opening in the movie because i'm thinking okay i've just seen lion king Oh look, it's it's Woody on riding Bullseye, and I'm oh, okay. So what else can I see? And then I stopped watching Pinocchio, and I was just watching out for the little fun Easter eggs, or well, they're not even hidden. But you liked I it mean, a lot more than I did. Clearly, I, the point the point of that scene really is just to show all the clocks like just going off and stuff. So whether you're paying attention to the clocks or not, like the scene plays out with the same intention and it, it is just like oh wow geppetto's got heaps of clocks in this moment we're looking at all these clocks it's obviously you're paying more attention and you're like oh i can see simba and i can see woody and i can see i don't know the beauty and the beast and all that kind of stuff it is weird though i agree like because pinocchio is like one of the earliest you know feature-length animated disney films and it's like which obviously meant it predated all of these things. I mean, I guess so to see them than, things then yeah. in this story, it's besides Snow White. I was going to say Snow White came White. first. Yeah, Snow White was the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's the only hmm. one that could appear on the clock, really. But I'm like, is it? Is anyway, this the, is this the, Geppetto or Walt Disney? Like, you know, who who is Tom Hanks playing here? Oh, then again, it, it, do you know what? Well, David, Mr. Banks, he has played yeah, he has. Walt Disney. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm a big fan of of Tom Hanks. I, I pretty much love him in every everything he he does. Now, in this opening scene, as you mentioned, you know, it is quite emotional, and I'm like, wow, yes. I'm I'm like, okay, this is getting me. And Tom Hanks is doing a good job, and I'm and I'm like, yeah, he's doing a good Geppetto. But I've got to say, and look, this isn't this isn't the worst critique. I just felt like throughout the movie. He became a bit of a goofy, weird character, and I swear his accent just went all over the place. It just was not consistent. <laughs> mm. And I'm going to say it right now. Tom Hanks, as a whole in this movie, did not do a great job. Oh, my he, goodness. He wasn't great. <laughs> he was not great. It wasn't horrendous. It just wasn't great. He He's better. He's did you better think, than what he did in this movie. Do you think he became more of a caricature the more the movie went along? I just he just became goofy and he just lost his Italian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he's he looking one. He's looking the film, which is pretty much like this movie is like a live action cartoon. His look is very uh, pantomime. It did look as though you could yeah. be watching like a live pantomime, and out he comes. <laughs> but yeah, but again, like it's still. Yeah, no, it's interesting you've said that, but like you, I'm never going to go back and watch this movie again. So we'll just go through the lie on our memories. I'll, I'll never confirm. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Crazy. You know, the opening of the film that, again, this movie 
you know, that, or the original, should I say, 1940. So when the film opens with Jiminy Cricket singing When You Wish Upon a Star, which is the official Disney fanfare, I forgot that it was going all the way back to these or to the original film. Like, because again, it is known as the Disney fanfare now, but yeah, and it's a Pinocchio song, isn't it? But it's closely associated with just Disney as a whole. Yeah, no, and you know what? It's it's funny. You know how I keep saying on like, you know, like, oh yeah, this this opening scene is just like that Pinocchio movie, but it has obviously been a few years since I've watched it. Now I I know like the key points of the story, but do you know what? I actually turned to my wife before we started the movie, and I was like. Is Pinocchio a musical? And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, like, are there songs in it? She's like, well, yeah. She's like, it's not full on musical, but like there's songs in it. I was like, oh, okay. Like I just kind of forgot. And like you, when you know they start singing the When You Wish Upon a Star, I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's from Pinocchio. Cool. Yeah, honestly, I completely forgot. Like over the years, it's been so long since that first movie. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is a Pinocchio song. And here is Jiminy Cricket. We've got Joseph Gordon Levitt. Sounding like, what, like Jiminy Cricket and not sounding like Joseph Gordon Lovett, and I guess that's what you want. He, he to me, he was like he was like a cross between Mr. Hankey and and Towley <laughs> from South Park. It was okay. it was it was something, and maybe a little bit of Mr. DNA from Jurassic Park. Just, just for good measure. <laughs> but do you know what? It's great when they cast someone, you know, with a big name, obviously talented in his own right, doing his thing, to the point where it's like he's doing a performance where it's like you you, you couldn't pick it. And again, I, I asked my wife, I was like, do you know who's voicing Jiminy Cricket? And she was like, she's like, ah, you know, said a few random names. And I'm like, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. She's like, no, it's not. What are you talking about? It's crazy. I was like, it, it doesn't sound like him. No, but yeah, it well, and you just, it sounds yeah, like Jiminy Cricket. He does do a good job. You know, this is a movie... <laughs> Titled Pinocchio, we should probably say Benjamin Evan Ainsworth. He he voices Pinocchio. There you go. Sounds like Pinocchio from memory. Does. Do you know who this kid is? Do I you, um, do not. You know that uh, which which one was it? That um the haunting or uh, haunting Bly Manor, whatever it was called, haunting oh, yeah. Bly, in Bly Manor. That one. It was that. He was the boy. The boy. Ah. not the girl. He was the boy, right? Yeah. I don't know. Just a well, that's a good job there. Yeah, no. Well, you know, I didn't fine. know he, he did find it in this room. Keegan Michael Key completely missed the fact that he was Honest John, the deceptive Red Fox. Uh, yeah, missed it completely. Yeah, again, but, another one. But again, I'm not yeah, going to go back know it unless you looked up <laughs> the credits. <laughs> It is always com- accompanied but, again, by. Looking back, I'm like, uh, it was. I was just going to say, he's always accompanied by his silent cat friend, who I like to pretend is Jordan Peele. Those guys have obviously been working together that, for a number of that's years. That's headcanon right there. No, that's it. Now, look again, like yeah, another like pretty decent performance. Like again, didn't know it was, you know, didn't know it was him at the time, but you know, it's a, it's another good performance. Like he just seemed like a. Both in a comedic yet very snivelling kind of way, as you know, Honest John is. It, it yeah. really worked. So apparently in the cartoon, Honest John comes back again. 
and that's what gets Pinocchio to what is it, Paradise Island? What were they calling that? But they're responsible, Pleasure Island. (laughs) They're responsible for getting him back there, but obviously they do it differently in in this movie. Mm -hmm. You know, for a film set in Italy, there's one member of the cast who's actually Italian. Well done, Disney. This one (laughs) Italian cast member, Giuseppe Battison as Stromboli. But he's actually Italian. You know what? I'm it's interesting because like you you know, like uh, this day and age, you would think that they would actively be trying to to cast not that they have to like i'm not i'm not on that wagon where i'm like you know like to play an italian man you've got to be italian but obviously they've gone with tom hanks to play geppetto and that's that's fine i mean he could have done a better job but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean in italian interesting though you could have done a better job you would think yeah but i mean look we've got a super mario brothers movie coming out with like a with chris pratt as <laughs> a, a the American Italian plumber, <laughs> who is a Japanese video game character. Ah, oh, it's mental. Anyway, um, the, yeah, I don't know. I it's interesting. You'd think they would have gone with a with an Italian cast, but again, they didn't have to. They just made everyone do shoddy Italian accents or not. I don't know. Speaking of a character that doesn't um that doesn't come back, like the Blue Fairy, she shows up, does her thing, and then she's gone. Like she sets up the the thing with Pinocchio, like okay, to you know, like if you want to become a real boy, like this is what you need to do. This is the life you have to. You have to be honest, truthful. Essentially, you have to be the best kind of you know boy that you can be. Cool. And then we never see her again. We never address whether he become like the movie ends with the question. Does he become a, a real boy or not? And I'm thinking back to that animated film and I'm like, wait, does, Pinocchio becomes a real boy in that, doesn't he? But he I does. can't remember. And the, legit, the original. He does, right? The original story. End? Yeah, it's a bit different, isn't it? So the final shot, just as Pinocchio takes Geppetto's hand, apparently takes on the appearance of a real boy, but you don't see it. Like maybe it's because we know the story. No, it's very. It, it's ambiguous. Which is weird because it, it's, for the most part, almost the same. A few changes, but that's quite a big change to the end because I felt like you're just waiting the whole movie to see him become a real boy. And is it meant, I mean, yes, ambiguous at the end, but is it also supposed to be like acceptance and accepting who you are and being loved for who you are? And he was striving for something, but then there's acceptance by Geppetto and you are my boy. I'm just reading too much into it. Possibly, <laughs> or is it that you I just mean, well, it goes I mean, into like, the, yeah? I mean the the story of Pinocchio has always sort of been a bit of um like an analogy for you know being a bit different or you know maybe even borderline like having some sort of like a disability as such you know like you're not quite real or you know. Uh, what a real person <laughs> I don't know, trying to not to use bad words here but you know like not what you know everyone else is sort of thing there's something yeah like it's so it's okay to yeah, be but then there's the whole yeah. to be different yeah but obviously the end of you know much like the end of beauty and the beast and stuff where it's like you know you can't actually be a beast you've got to be a handsome strapping man um <laughs> but it's like yeah at the end it is it's like well you he turned into a real boy. But again, there's another layer of sort of the story there where it's like, 
you know, the stuff that happens on Pleasure Island, you know, like if you give in to those temptations of, you know, like if you smoke and drink and swear and you, you know, be a, you're, you're a naughty kid, you know, you turn into a donkey, you get punished. Yeah, you turn so into sort of like no cure overcoming ass. that and proves him, you turn into an ass. <laughs> but, you know, he proves himself and proves that he is a good boy and that's why he gets that reward. But in this, it's like there actually is, well, I mean, the reward is Geppetto's love, but I mean, the love was always there. Do you know what? In the trailer, in the trailer, at the end, remember we were talking about this when we did our trailer talk, and I was saying that line when where, you know Geppetto says, like, you are my real boy. And I was like, oh, just hearing that, I was like, no, I'm feeling something. There's something's happening. When that played in the movie, within context, it just didn't land. I was like, ah, that something about it just felt really empty. And again, maybe I just checked out because of Tom Hanks's pretty average performance towards yeah. the end there, but I don't know, something felt very different. It's the same line, it's the same delivery, it just felt I don't know, it felt magical in that in the trailer and I didn't feel any magic at the end of the film. I was just like something felt just fine. <laughs> something felt fine about it and it was there. Eh, no magic. Well, we've taught the final shot. Before we get to our rating, we need to just go back and talk a little bit more about, oh, actually, we've not mentioned Luke Evans as the coachman. He's not in it a lot, but plays a pivotal part. He's the nefarious owner of Pleasure Island. He's the one that's encouraging all the bad behavior. And then he's gone. But he's there for a little bit, and he's got white face paint. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know that's his contribution to the film. Um, I mean, my my takeaway was I was like, hey, Gaston's in this movie. Yeah, that's right. His second live action. And that was it. <laughs> Disney film. At least his second. He's singing again. Yeah. I'm like, yes. That's uh, that's it. He pops up, he sings, and then he goes again. But I wanted to talk about <laughs> Lampwick, the mischievous boy who Pinocchio befriends. We'd been saying ahead of watching this movie that there's a new audience that's going to get traumatized. It's going to be the boy turning into the donkey. And we get the ears, the tail, um, the scream. It's more horrific, I find. <laughs> In 2D, or maybe it's just because I watched it as a kid, but it's just, I don't know, like it wasn't as full on as I thought it was going to be. It's not pleasant, but it's, I don't know, I thought you it was going to be worse. The animation, you mentioned that some of the animation wasn't great. Him turning into the donkey, not great. <laughs> not it's great. Really, it looked, yeah, it looked weird. There, there's other things in this movie that, like, some of it, I'm like, yeah, like it looks good. Like the, there's some shots, even of like Pinocchio himself, right? Where it's like you're close up on him and you can see the texture on his face. And I'm like, yeah, it looks like wood. And then there's other times where I'm like, he just looks like rubber. I'm like, he doesn't look like a wooden puppet. He looks like a CGI cartoon bubble boy. Like, you know, something, he looks like he's plucked out of a DreamWorks 3D animated film. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel like a wooden boy that's been animated and i'm like i get it they've gone with the design of i mean he looks like pinocchio like bang which on. i do I'm like, like. Yeah, i do like that but it's just it the animation there's i don't know i i find i find this with a lot of robert zemecki's things where he where he's using cgi and i'm not putting the blame on him but i just 
you know, a lot of his projects just seem to be when he's using CGI, it's just not great. There's almost seems like there's just a few layers of rendering that need to happen. Geppetto, not Geppetto, the the Jiminy. Jiminy looks looks okay for the most part, but I think that's because we're we're seeing him on a you know, like his a smaller scale, and then you've yep. got the creative use of like the background and you know like you know when he's on like the pebbled road it's like you get to see the road going under the door and it's like you know there's some cool shots so i think you get away with that a lot more there was a shot like on when when pinocchio is on the like the cart you know like with, with all the kids and i'm pretty sure for some reason the camera like pans back through all the kids and i'm like half of them are cgi for some reason and I'm like, why? Why is what did that happen? And then you get a shot from the front, and I'm like, no, they're all real kids. What just happened? Why did that happen? And I, I, I don't know. Yeah, bit. There's some bits in this movie where it just got ugly. I was like, ugh. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. It's still fine. <laughs> it's still fine. Well, tell me more if you're going to rate it's this still movie. Fine. If you're going to rate it out of five. I look. Short and sweet. Again, it's not offensively bad in any way. It's just there's no magic to it, and there's nothing really fundamentally great about it. Nothing fundamentally bad. Nothing fundamentally good. I, it, I might land up. Uh, I want to say a three, but you know, I'll, I'll stick with the three. It's fairly middle ground. There's nothing too special about it. It's worth a watch. I wouldn't once. recommend going back twice. <laughs> yeah, once <laughs> just to check it out, relive the the story. You know, there there's some shots in, at Pleasure Island where there's like fun, crazy things happening. Yeah, again, it's a very fine movie. It's just okay. It's okay. Pleasure Island. Three out of five. Three out of five. Pleasure Island. There's no tobacco references which you get in the original. There's a few things like that that they chose not to include, which for a modern audience is probably mm. a good idea. Maybe it's because the movie didn't have an audience in my house. I I, I was just watching it just for it to end, if I'm honest. Like, uh, I, I started finding things to like, and again, that opening with Geppetto, I liked that, and yeah. the sadness was a surprise. Yeah, yeah about him losing his family, which I'm sure if it's in the original shouldn't be a surprise. But the movie just ran out of steam like way, way before the end. Like, you know, we're saying what we're estimating around 70 minutes for that original. This is close to a two-hour film. It just felt a slog, overly long. You made good points about the animation. There's some good performances in here. I did like... uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt as Jiminy Cricket. But nah, I, I'm going to come in at a two out of five on this one, which might seem a little bit harsh, but I just I, I just didn't really I didn't like it. Well, so maybe a two is too high, but I'll I'll stick with a a two out of five. But this movie is absolutely a one and done. I'm gonna watch the cartoon again just to cleanse the palette, I think, ahead of Del Toro's. Pinocchio, which we're getting on Netflix later in the year. Yeah, that's it. We've, we've got we've got more. Yeah, and there we go. Yeah. Well, I've already done my trivia, which was the the characters that appeared as cuckoo clocks. 
Um, so something that I was going to mention earlier, but I didn't when talking about the director, Robert Zemeckis, and I have it here somewhere in my notes. So just bear with me a moment. Uh, okay. Is it is it about his last remake movie that no. wasn't that great either? The one about if the you witches? Hang on. <laughs> if you hang on, I'll tell you. Pinocchio <laughs> appeared in Robert Zemeckis' previous film, Who Framed Roger Rabbit in 1988. There you go. It's the second time Pinocchio oh, has featured yeah. in one of Zemeckis' films. There you go. That was worth waiting for, is it wasn't the, it? Is it the Disney... Is it the yeah, it is, yeah, it is. It's the oh, Disney cool. one. Remember, Roger Rabbit, oh, it was, you know, it's a Disney film, but there was Disney oh, and yeah. Warner Brothers. Anyway, very exciting. Oh, actually, Roger Rabbit is in this movie as well. So there you go. That's two films he's done. Both films had both Roger he, Rabbit and Pinocchio. He's on the clock, isn't he? That's right. Mm. Well, that's it for our review of Pinocchio. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that Film Stew podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, we recently reviewed Orphan First Kill and keep an eye out for our next review, DC League of Super Pets. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon. Bye.